growing green to generate more green. Welcome to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. Each week we plant the conversational seeds about cultivation and the changing climate of cannabis culture. We'll peel back the layers of benefits of the world's most versatile plant, from food to fuel, from remedy to resource. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Grow Show with your host, multi-award winning grow master and respected cannabis consultant, Kyle Cushman. Hello to all you cannabis enthusiasts, growers of the greasy funk, smokers, tokers, and jokers. Welcome to another episode of The Grow Show. I am your host, Kyle Cushman. On today's show, I'll be interviewing AJ Gentile, one of the owners and founders of Speedweed. Speedweed is the largest medicinal cannabis delivery service in the country. Imagine with me, if you will, you wake up in the morning and your nug jug is empty. Now you can pick up your smartphone, peruse the menu of tasty Scooby snacks, Place your order, and by the time you're done with your shower, there's a knock at the door. It's your friendly Speedweed driver with your delivery. Later on in the show, on Great Grows, I'll be talking about choosing a strain to grow. A little background about my guest today, A.J. Gentile. He's a positive influence and shining example for this industry. As an entrepreneur and gondrepreneur, he's a longtime member of Mensa and the owner and CEO of L.A.'s largest and finest medical marijuana delivery service, also the nation's largest. In 2011, he utilized his vast software development experience to create a highly efficient management and logistics platform and came up with the name Speedweed. Since then, he's guided Speedweed to over $2.5 million a year in gross revenue with a client base of over 24,000. Prior to launching Speedweed, throughout the 90s, AJ helped launch several technology startups and actually sold his first software application when he was just 11 years old. AJ is very engaged in the cannabis pubco space, public companies, partnering with and advising several publicly traded companies on compliance and product distribution. He's also an experienced television and radio host, producer and writer, and has hosted national shows on MTV, VH1, and Playboy Radio. He is currently a board member of the National Marijuana News Network, which launched in the summer of 2014. Hey, AJ, how's it going on this rare sunny day in L.A.? It's a perfect day, Kyle. I mean, we work in a federally illegal industry, so what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just got to keep in a good mood, right? You got to just stay positive. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time. I know you're very busy and popular these days. I hear you're featured in GQ magazine. We've got nine pages in GQ, which is, which is pretty cool. I believe we're mentioned on the cover. I haven't seen it yet. So I've been on the phone with our PR agency all morning, and it's been very exciting. It's also, because of our industry, kind of nerve-wracking. I mean, good press is always good, but any press in our industry just brings more attention to the business, and that's always a concern. And it's, you know, it's one of the problems that, that entrepreneurs and gondrepreneurs are always experiencing. Yes, it has to be managed very meticulously. I think the subject of weed delivery is extremely interesting. Practically everybody listening is thinking, I'd like to get my meds delivered. There's no hassle, no traffic, just place an order. Heck, you can even clean your bong while you're waiting. In California, we don't exactly have recreational cannabis laws, but the law governing the use of medical marijuana states, and I quote, if for any reason a medical doctor believes you can benefit from prescriptive cannabis, you are eligible for a legal recommendation. So that gives us a rather large clientele, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think I read on normal site that 6 to 7% of California's population has consumed cannabis within the last 30 days. And I, that's an incredible number to me. And normal saying that 6% of Americans are consuming cannabis within 
the last 30 days. And we're only legal in, what, 23, 25 states at this point? So, you know, cannabis has been in use medicinally and recreationally for 10,000 years. Uh, We're probably going to be good for another 10,000, I would guess. (laughs) We're finally catching up on the tolerance tip, figuring out that people's choices on what they choose to put into their body, whether it's for pleasure or whether it's for an altered state of consciousness, is really a personal choice. And government needs to step aside when it comes to those issues. Talk about how Speedweed came to be. Like so many businesses, Speedweed came to be out of a horrible experience. When we decided to go into the cannabis industry about five years ago, it was my brother Gino's idea, and he's our third partner, and our other partner is my wife, Jennifer. Um, I had smoked marijuana maybe three times in my life. Jennifer, I probably never. But Gino has always been in the culture. You know, he's that guy who can smell an indica or a sativa a mile away, and he knows all, all the industry brands and all the players, and he's the guy who's really into the culture, so he understands the scene. He was out in New York, and I was in L.A., and we were running a software company at the time developing applications for the United States Congress, so <laughs> working for the federal government, and we wanted to change the energy. It just We were doing okay, but, but writing code for Congress was starting to get a little bit old. So Gene said, let me come out to L.A., and we'll just change your energy. And the first thing he wanted to do was get his marijuana card and kind of explore the scene. And I was so nervous about that, so reluctant. I said, I don't want to go to Dr. Rosen at Kaiser Permanente and ask him for marijuana. I mean, I know the man. And he's like, no, it's nothing like that. So, And five years ago, it really wasn't. Let me guess. You went down to the beach in Ventura. (laughs) It was almost (laughs) that bad. It turned out that it was completely legit. It was completely legal, but it was not what I would have expected. I was, I was expecting a doctor's office, and I kind of just got an office. We got a Rex, and they still didn't feel legit to me. I, I'm consistently skeptical, but he took me to a club, um, which unfortunately is now closed. But luckily for me, it was a nice club that he took me to. And we went into the room, two patients at a time, and it was like a Whole Foods for cannabis, and I had no idea. I mean, coming from New York City... When you order marijuana, you know, when you buy pot. You sure, just, the d- delivery services. Yeah. Yeah, but you just buy pot. You know, you, you, right. you, you have paid your number and he says, right. okay, I'm, I'm bringing by kind bud. It's not like, oh, you know, do you have Maui Waui? What's the THC percentage? It's none of that. But here it was. So we decided that we would sell our software company and invest all of our money into growing. My brother's been growing for a long time and he's, he's an excellent grower. So I supported that. We started a grow, and the grow was being managed by Coastally because Gene was selling his house back east. As you know, Kyle, you cannot manage a grow every other week. So everything went wrong with that grow, from spider mites to just everything. Spider mites, mold, all, all the bad stuff you can happen with the grow happens. California curses, we call them, mold and mites. Oh, my goodness. You know, we managed to clear it all up, so medicinally, the product was okay, but it just looked like something you'd scoop out of a cat's litter box. I mean, we just couldn't become a vendor at that quality. I mean, for, for your listeners that don't know, Los Angeles has the best product in the world. All due respect for Amsterdam, for Denver, for San Francisco, 
LA is where the, the genetics are coming from. Yeah, well, they've, we've, we've been growing this stuff for generations. And in fact, it is a generational business in California. And so, so what you're telling me is that Speedweed was forged out of adversity. It really was. We wound up extracting our bud that we couldn't sell. It turned out to be potent. I created a custom extraction system in my house that was sort of revolutionary at the time. But it, it's pretty much a standard system now with, with CO2 and it's super critical in a closed system. And we developed the first medicated gummy bears in California and started as an edibles company. You could go down in the who's who just for that. <laughs> Creating the, world, the world's first medicated gummy bear. I, people love them. We were in 60 <laughs> shops in 60 days, and the demand was so great that consumers just started contacting us, and then we just became a delivery service going direct to consumer, and that's how Speedweed was born. That's great. How large is your actual delivery area for Speedweed? We are 6,200 square miles, so we cover all of L.A. County, a little bit east and west of L.A. County, a little bit north, and northern Orange County. That's expanding rapidly as well. And you don't have like a Pizza Hut kind of deal, like if it's not there in 60 minutes, you get your medicine for free? No, you know, that's, <laughs> some, that's something we, we would try that in maybe a bigger city. You can't even find parking around the corner in L.A. in 20 right, minutes. Right, So our average delivery time is 41 minutes. Um, we try to tell patients, please give us about 90 minutes depending on the time of day. You never know what's going to happen. You know, we, we employ 65 drivers. You're going to have flat tires. You're going to have incidents on the road. You're going to have the 405 at, at 5.30 p.m. on a Friday. For all these people who don't know the 405, it's the worst highway in America, I promise you. Some people have to leave two hours extra to get to work in the morning. And this is really an interesting conversation. I'm going to take a quick break here for our sponsors, and we're going to delve into this a little bit deeper with A.J. Gentile from Speedweed. We'll be right back. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman will return once we cultivate through this short commercial break. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. 
we get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer, Dr. Dina shares never before heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Time to plant some more conversational seeds. You're listening to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is The Grow Show. I am your host, Kyle Cushman, and we are talking today with the owner and CEO of Speedweed Delivery Service, AJ Gentile. AJ, I'd like to know, in your opinion, why delivery is so important. I think delivery is is the model of the future. I really do. And that's not just because I because I own the service. There's something about delivery that is personable and personal. It's concierge service, at least with Speedweed it is. It's a tailored experience. It's a discreet experience that happens in your home. Now, we're in LA and I can probably count on one hand the number of shops that I would send my grandmother to that I would send my wife to. The shops are still trying to figure it out. I don't want to throw stones at any of my colleagues. Oh, they're just straight up trashy, man. They're just straight up trashy. They are. and Not, you know, not only in the product, but also in the environment that they provide. I agree. I agree. And, you know, our, our clientele tends to be upscale. And that's not to mean wealthy. That just means people who want a Starbucks experience versus a, a garage, what would you say, a gas station coffee experience. They're discriminating. They are. They're discriminating. And that's why we have a, a large celebrity clientele, a lot of lawyers, doctors, folks that can't or won't go to a dispensary. The celebrities trust us to not put them on TMZ, to not mention who our clients are. There's a trust there. and Discretion is, is an important part of the business. Take me through the process of how you become a client of Speedweed. Joining Speedweed is easy and difficult. So it's easy if all your paperwork is in order. You can sign up online, fill out our member agreement, upload photos of your documents and ID, and you're good to go. However, unlike many of the other delivery services, most of them, we require proof of residency. So if the address you want us to go to doesn't match your ID, we're going to need to see a utility bill or something that shows that you live there. We're going to want to see your originals, doctor's rec upon arrival. That means with the gold seal. We only approve one out of three applicants to our service. So just as our clients are discerning about the services they choose, we're discerning about the people we choose to service. So if someone calls up using street slang or offering X number of dollars for a large order or asking us to deliver to some shady motel, we just pass on all of that. We laugh, but it happens every day. I can just imagine some people's expectations and demanding nature could be quite a challenge in this area. I mean, how often do you get a rational, upset, stoner, stupid type of customers? Every day. (laughs) Every day we do. You know, that's just part of dealing with the public. I bet Domino's Pizza gets that same same amount of Imagine, imagine talking about marijuana and pizza in the same discussion. What a marriage. (laughs) 
So it can be challenging, but um, you definitely encourage people to, to sign up as long as they've got their proper paperwork in order. We do. We do. Cool. Are there different products being requested by clients you can't or don't presently offer? Yeah, that's a great question. On our site, you can actually request a product, and most of our menu has come from patients' requests. The community is really tuned in with the pulse of the culture, and, and we love that. So most of our products come from consumers saying, hey, we love Ed Rosenthal cones. We love loud pack vaporizers. So we try to carry all of that. You know, there's a few products out there that intrigue me, but I'm, I'm concerned about carrying. I'm looking into Moon Rocks. You know, I don't want to describe it incorrectly, but it seems to be a concentrate wrapped with flour, wrapped with keef. It looks like something that would be really interesting, but what we do is we go through a lot of reviews online, get a lot of, a lot of patient feedback, and if the feedback is negative on the product, then we, we kind of just pump the brakes on it and wait and see how the product shakes out. We get in touch with those vendors and say, here, here are our earns. If you'd like to add that to our menu, here's what we'd like to see happen. But for the most part, the industry's really, really leveling up the professionalism. And if you take a look at the speedweed.com menu, you see the products are branded beautifully. Everything's tested. Everything's consistent. Things taste great. The industry has really come a long way in the last five years. And, and, and I'm proud of everyone that, that's contributed. Yeah, the level of consumer expectations as well as their knowledge of the products and the industry is really growing fast, isn't it? It really is, and, uh, and we rely on that. The consumer is, is – those are the folks that are going to drive the industry forward. It's not the businesses, and it's, it's definitely not the politicians. It has to be the people demanding testing, demanding fair regulation, demanding fair taxation. If the people stay behind it and the people stay on top of their officials, this industry will become one of the greatest industries in the United States. Yes. Oh, such great words for my ears to hear. And I believe that with all my heart, in addition to the fact that I believe that the world will be a better place when people can choose to use an all-natural product to alleviate symptoms from arthritic pain or anxiety to whatever may ail you, as opposed to these chemically produced products that are produced without real care of the end user because they obviously they have so many side effects and we listen to the commercials and you get a drug with a information packet inside it that is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages long that just describe really just getting rid of their liabilities by you reading it so that they can feed you these poisons. Oh, absolutely. So. There's one fact that is really fascinating and that's Big pharma, big tobacco, and big alcohol spent more money on lobbying against cannabis than was actually earned by the cannabis industry last year. That's really that, scary. That is staggering. And it's not surprising, though, because how many people go to their doctors on a regular basis and the doctor says, you know, hey, Johnny, you got to quit drinking because you're going to die. And Johnny right. Says, Johnny says, you know, doc, I get home from work and I really need to relax and Doc says, hey, Johnny, have you ever thought about smoking a marijuana cigarette? And Johnny just laughs. Oh, that's ridiculous. I would never do that. But just imagine if, if that could be recommended and replace some of these terrible substances that people use. How is growth right now and what are your hopes and expectations going forward into federal legalization? Our business growth has been great. California is doing a nice job in trying to get a regulatory structure in place, which is making the entire business community feel more at ease. We probably don't have enough time to debate 
the pros and cons of the current bills going through the assembly, but at least California's trying. Our business has grown for 23 consecutive months, and I think that says a lot, not just about our business, but about the industry in general. As far as federal legalization, I don't expect that to happen for a long, long time. There are... What is, so, what is a long, long time to you? I would guess 15 to 20 years. Uh, really? Well, there's so many hypocritical and there's a lot of problems with the federal government. And I think it's just because it's too big. Here's a quick example. So we all know that CBD is non-psychoactive and is known to help with hundreds of ailments, specifically neuropathogens and Alzheimer's and, and dementia and, and those types of things that affect the brain. We've seen what it does for epilepsy. Well, we know so, that the government has patented some of these substances. That is exactly my point. So CBD is a Schedule One substance, meaning it has no medical value, and yet the United States government has patent 6630507 for 13 years that states it does have medical value. And that a patent was approved by another agency, the USPTO. So there are so many disparate views coming from the federal government, that, and nobody wants to, wants to discuss it. So who's right? The DEA, the FDA, the doctors at Health and, and Human Services? Nobody wants to step up and say, all right, let's wrangle this. Let's get a consensus. And it's the federal government. You know, I used to work with the federal government, and things move slowly. They do. And I am hopeful that it's not going to be quite as long as you say. And my hope is based in the fact of rationality. Uh, maybe that doesn't go hand in hand with our government very well. But I think that it might just be a perfect storm and it might be time to alleviate some of the financial burdens on our system as well as focus on other more important types of criminal activities as opposed to smoking weed. So I have a hope that it won't take quite as long. Only time will remain. I think we have to take another quick break for our sponsors, and we will be right back to talk about Great Grows. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman will return once we cultivate through this short commercial break. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. 
Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing cannabis radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Time to plant some more conversational seeds. You're listening to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Grow Show. I am your host, Kyle Cushman, and now it's time for a segment we call Great Grows. For today's installment of Great Grows, I thought I'd talk about strain selection. Not only do different strains offer various physical effects and alleviate different symptoms for different people, but each has some different growth characteristics and requirements. Now, all plants can be tamed to a certain degree. You get to decide how long to vegetate them before flowering. You also get to decide ultimately how big the plant will be. You can influence it greatly by pruning techniques. But if you're going to start a garden for the very first time, there's a few things that you should be mindful of. One of the very first things I like to say is you should always try it before you grow it. There are so many different effects from cannabis. The cannabinoid profile is what I like to call it, and that's all of the different psychoactive and non-psychoactive compounds that when combined together give you the different effects of cannabis. Sometimes it'll make you sleepy. Sometimes it'll make you anxious. Sometimes it'll make you insightful. Sometimes it just makes you hungry. And so before you go out and decide you're going to grow it, you should probably find a strain you feel the way you want to. It gives you some of the effects that you prefer. AJ, you don't, you don't smoke very much. I'm probably a twice-a-week toker. So just... Curiously, when, when you toke, what, is, what kind of effects are you looking for? You know, for me, your listeners can probably tell I'm, I'm a type A high-strung personality. So when a patient that sounds like me calls in, we say, okay, you're probably looking for a nice indica. You're probably looking to settle yourself down. I have been enjoying lately vaping Skywalker OG, so that's a nice indica. Louis OG, also one of my favorites coming out of Kingpen delicious, tasty strain. The effects of, of those for me with just one pull are relaxing. It's a nice body high, but I don't feel quite so spacey, so I can still pay attention to a movie. I can write a couple of emails if I want to, and I can just kind of settle into the day. Right, so and it brings down, brings down your level just a little bit so you can refocus or relax. Absolutely. And what I love about vaping is if you tend to take too deep of a pull and you feel like, okay, that's a little intense, in about 45 minutes, you're good to right. go again. That's the great thing about marijuana is that the biggest side effects of marijuana are munchies and happiness. Everything else yeah. pretty much just lasts 10 or 15 minutes. Any, anything negative will last 10 or 15 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, and you're back to yourself. So back to what you might want to grow. So for a first-time grower, 
Indicas definitely finish faster and in less space, both vertically and horizontally. So if you've got a small space like a closet or a, a small grow tent, you definitely want to think about indicas. Sativas take more time, more resources, more space. Sometimes they even take a little more technical expertise to, gr- to grow properly and professionally. I would definitely advise indicas for first-time growers to get their feet wet, so to speak, in the cultivation space. Sativas also will require more pruning, whereas indicas are a little more set it and forget it because of where they originate. They originate in such a harsh climate, so pretty much whatever you do to them, everything's going to be good to go. Sativas are a little bit more for the experienced grower, let's just say. They Mm. can be a little bit more finicky when it comes to feeding, and they definitely are going to take more time pruning, and they're going to take up more space in, in your grow space. Have you ever had any experience with the cultivation personally? Oh, absolutely. I've done probably a dozen grows in my in my time. I'm about to do a small stealth cabinet grow at home with a couple of cabinets mm-hmm. and I'm super excited about it. I wanted to ask you and maybe you would just answer the question, what would be a good starter strain for one of these cabinets that's sort of self-contained, runs itself, monitors itself. I'd, I'd like to know how you feel about those automation systems because I'm, I'm skeptical. For sure. What I would do is I would definitely pick yourself out like maybe one of those, the Louis OG or something that's really heavy on the Indica dominant side. And then you want to just vegetate it for just a few weeks and really just let the plant get to about 12 inches tall before you flower it. And then you'll finish a plant that's about two less than three feet tall. It won't need a whole lot of pruning. It won't need a whole lot of staking or tying. And that usually makes it easy for the beginner grower who has got a lot of other things going on in their life. A lot of people that get into cultivation, such as myself, it becomes your life. And therefore, you don't mind spending all the extra time and energy with your garden. But if you have a life and you have a job and you have a family, you really want to stick to the indicas and a great way to get started are grow cabinets or grow tents. Absolutely. Perfect. That's what I want to hear. So definitely get yourselves growing. And I suggest that anybody who lives in a state where it is legal to cultivate, you should get some plants and put them in a pot of dirt and get yourself a light a small light, just a 400-watt light, and start yourself a personal garden. Uh, the feeling of self-satisfaction you get from producing your own medicine is one of the greatest feelings of self-satisfaction that I can possibly think of. Akin to growing your own food and being self-sufficient in the world is definitely providing yourself with your own inner satisfaction, which is what comes from being self-sufficient. Uh, is there anything better tasting than those, you know, those Roma tomatoes that your grandmother grew in the garden? I mean, nothing. there's nothing good like that. And, and again, you know, while I've, I've got everybody's attention, I, I really suggest that you grow organically because in the same vein of the tomato, when has everybody, anybody out there ever tasted a tomato that came out of a hothouse, a hydroponic hothouse that tasted anything like the ones that come out of the ground? It just doesn't work that way. So... Chemically produced cannabis may provide that effect that you desire in your head, but as far as the palate goes and as far as the actual, what it does to your body, there's nothing that can be any better than growing organically or, in my case, 
as we all know, I like to grow veganically. So I'd like to suggest that everybody get themselves an organic garden growing, grow some food and grow some medicine and share it with your friends. And they will be very thankful for it. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening today. We are out of time. I want to thank AJ Gentile for stopping by and talking with us about his business, Speedweed. I want to thank the producers and advertisers for making this show possible. Please make sure to check out my website, kylecushman.com, where you can get important and updated information on veganic cultivation, where to follow me on social media, upcoming events, and subscribe to my newsletter. New episodes of The Grow Show are fertilized and planted each Wednesday on CannabisRadio.com. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on iHeartRadio. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Once again, I am your host, Kyle Cushman, and as always, stay lifted. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.